This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, welcome back to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I hope it's at least tolerable for you outside. It's been incredibly cold here in Minneapolis. I've got a little picture I took with my cell phone of my thermometer in my kitchen that showed, well, today is January 16th, and Thursday was 29 below zero. Matter of fact, uh, in celebration of that, I dedicated that day as Johnny G Day, because the first thing I thought of is, hey, I get to go train someplace warm. In this episode, two things. First, I'm going to have a conversation with Dr. Alinda Perrine, and Alinda joined me back on Podcast 17 as the instructor for the Heart Zones indoor cycling training that I took in Colorado. And Alinda and I are going to be talking about introducing heart rate training to your indoor cycling class. And then the company that Alinda is, that works with, New Metrics, is interested in some feedback from indoor cycling instructors, and we're going to be giving some of the details of this trial panel that we're going to be putting together. And Alinda is joining me from West Virginia. Alinda, welcome to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Thank you very much, John, and I can say that it's minus six here today. Maybe I'm not as cold as Minneapolis. I can tell you it's cold enough. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. Well, an, a large focus of the training that I took from you at the Heart Zones Conference was based on heart rate training. You are involved with a company called Numetrics. Numetrics has created some very innovative technology that incorporates the sensing uh, of heart rate and into the garments rather than having to wear a, another strap, they're smart enough to recognize that in this day and age of the Internet, there is an opportunity to provide an enormous amount of education around their product. And I'm looking at your website right now where they list Dr. Linda Prine as the celebrity coach and your coach's corner. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing there. Okay, I'd, I'd love to. One of the exciting parts to the new metrics venture that I'm involved in is this company received in 2006 the sports product of the year. And as they began developing their product, they didn't just see it as let's sell a million of these garments. What they really looked at the product and said, how do we become a garment that will have longevity in the marketplace? And the company itself decided that they wanted to combine education and consumer interaction. So when you look at their website, it's very different from other products. First of all, of course, it's going to market the new metrics product, which is a bra or a men's cardio shirt. Then it's also going to have the coach's corner where I am the celebrity coach, and I write specifically about how to train with heart rate, how to teach with heart rate, everything that... that incorporates using a garment like that, and I'm not focused on trying to market their product. I am focused on providing education. And the third piece of that website is their blog, listening to what customers have to say and uh, a discussion even sometimes on heart rate education. 
I think it's just really unique that we would have a company that is so concerned with not just getting all this product out there, but really making sure people understand how to use the product and want to put value that is beyond just material. The Numetrics product is a smart product. So as you mentioned before, the sensing is within the garment itself, and it is an analog type of product. In other words, the heart rate monitor is very compatible with many pieces of equipment, uh, elliptical machines, anything that will pick up an analog signal. The garment works great with indoor equipment. The garment also works great with your regular watch or your heart rate monitor watch, I should say, not just a regular watch. But if it's an analog type of transmission, then you, this particular garment is very useful. And you might just want to check that out as far as whether you have a digital heart rate monitor transmission or whether you have analog transmission. And it really depends on the company often that makes the heart rate monitor itself. You have created something you call Zone X, it's Z-O-N-E-X, and it's what you describe as sensible heart rate training uh, that you've told me earlier that uh, is really a simplified method of understanding and adopting heart rate training. Can you explain some of that to me? Sure. I've been teaching heart rate training for, oh, I don't know, almost 10 years probably. In teaching, one of the things that I found was as an indoor cyclist and as an indoor cycle instructor, I would often have people come into my class and, you know, maybe we would strap on their first heart rate monitor. That's back in the plastic days of, of just using a plastic heart rate strap, not like this new smart fabric. But anyway, they'd put on a heart rate monitor and they would come into class and they really, I didn't have time to give them a full max heart rate assessment or a submaximum test. And I would think, all right, how am I going to get this person incorporated in class? So I developed a training technique that was very simple, athlete-friendly to every level, and I could actually teach them how to use their heart rate monitor and set up reference points within 15 minutes. So that's called Zone X. I called it Zone X because we do use zones. You can use three zones. You can use four zones. But I particularly tagged it sensible heart rate training. One reason is because your heart rate is sensed. It's sensed data. And the other reason is because this was so simple that it would make sense to people. So Zonex was created, and it's just a really simple way. And I write about it on this website. In fact, I just wrote the article, Get Ready, Get Set, Go!, on how to use your heart rate monitor and actually describe the assessment on the website. All right. And, and although, you know, what you're writing for is more from an individual perspective, but a, an instructor who may be struggling with, you know, how do I communicate all this to my class can pick this up and run with it, can't they? Oh, absolutely. The Get Ready, Get Set, Go article in the assessment gives you, it takes approximately 12 minutes to give that assessment. So once you have your students warmed up, you are going to give them three minutes of riding at a steady state and then elevate heart rate and then ride three minutes and then go back and assess it. And you then have what I call the anchor points so that you can set their zones. It's amazing. And, and I know in the training I took from you, uh, the clarity that you used in describing the test uh, allowed me to 
Well, I almost thought you were one of those people that put on presentations that can you think they're reading your mind because you you had me pinned very very well. But it was really because of the simplicity or the clarity that you communicated it. And and uh, as I read through your article, I said, well, this is exactly what she did with us, and it seemed very easy to understand. Great. I've actually I've had opportunity to not only train cycle instructors but also to get an entire group of triathletes who have many, many levels and do a seminar with those athletes. And each one of them came away with the Zonex system, understanding what those zones would be for them and how they would use those zones. And within 15 minutes, we had done their assessment and they had those zones. So then we could get right down to, you know, what are some of the guidelines in triathlon training. It's just really simple. You can have somebody on a bicycle and, you know, within 30 minutes, they understand where they need to be riding based on their individual numbers. And these were triathletes, I'm guessing, that already had some prior experience, um, heart rate training knowledge that you were trying to bring into a little more clarity for them? No, absolutely not. I mean, I had a, it was a, it's been a, oftentimes a big challenge to have multi levels of understanding. But no, some people will come and it's the first time they've ever worn a heart rate monitor. And it really doesn't matter because the assessments are all the same for everyone. For example, when you look at the assessment, you'll find that you go easy for three minutes, then you go moderate for three minutes, and then you go hard for three minutes. Let's say someone is new to fitness and hard is not really you know, it's just too uncomfortable. You know, they, they don't have the endurance to go hard for three minutes. You can take your numbers at easy and moderate, use those values, you know, make the adjustments as I've indicated on the assessment, and there's your reference point. All you do is you take the easy number, you go 10 beats below, 10 beats above, take the moderate number, 10 beats below, 10 beats above, or your hard number if you use that. For athletes who are accustomed to training, then I often say look at your moderate number and look at your hard numbers and use your zones based on those two numbers because easy doesn't really mean a whole lot to you. So, But on a new-to-fitness person, I say let's use the easy and the moderate. So it's really, really simple. You know, I've been getting a lot of feedback from my instructors my instructors, I shouldn't say that, from my listeners. And a common theme that I'm hearing is, well, half or more of the people in my class don't have heart rate monitors. How, as an instructor, would you recommend I communicate to them the importance of them going out and purchasing a heart rate monitor? Thank you for asking that because when I wrote the articles for New Metrics and, and the name of a couple of the articles that some of the instructors may want to look, up, look at, it's called Sensible Group Cycling, Teaching Indoor Cycle Classes Using a Heart Rate Monitor, Part 1. I actually wrote two, a two-part article for the site. And the first one I called Using the Elementary Method. And the elementary method is perfect for those people when they're teaching a class and they have some people who have heart rate monitors and others who don't. And one of the reasons that I would suggest for those students to consider buying a heart rate monitor is because by teaching with heart rate, it will eliminate the guesswork, okay? The other, another point that I make often in that article is that 
When you use your heart rate monitor, it maximizes your effort. That doesn't mean that it maximizes you working harder. It means it maximizes your effort that you are working smarter. So you can stay closer to the workout plan that particular day. So I suggest that heart, you know, heart rate monitors go on everybody, but if someone comes in and they don't have on their heart rate monitor, that instructor is going to cue using RPE, you know, or a rate of perceived exertion, as well as specific instructions using heart rate. For example, let's now take this up five beats. Well, if you say let's take your heart rate up five beats, or you say, let's increase your heart rate to a, from a 4 to a 5. Those are not equivalent uh, directions. For some people to go from an, a perceived exertion of a 4 to a 5, that may be 10 or 15 beats, but they don't know that. But to say, let's go 5 beats, they know it specifically where they need to be. So I really like to encourage people that, you know, maybe you think you know what you're doing with your perceived exertion, but I challenge you, put on the heart rate monitor and let's see how different it is. Maybe put on the heart rate monitor and do the opposite of what I just suggested. Put on the heart rate monitor, let the instructor coach you based on RPE and see what happens to heart rate. Did it go up five beats? Did it go up 10 beats? Did it go up at all? Was that a mental perception versus a physical response? You sound like you probably do it a lot more gently than I do. I, I talk to my class as actually two different groups, one of which I call the exercisers that mm-hmm. have, no, have no plan, have no focus, and they're just there pretending or guessing, as you would say. And then there are those that are training, and those people in my class that are training have a heart rate monitor on. And so, and I kind of, and I cue, you're right, to the same way, but at the same time, helping those people who are just there, as I say, exercising understand that there's more efficient, more effective ways to go about what you're doing. And a big part of that is being measurable. Right. I I got so excited about what you had to say about those exercisers that I I just, I could hardly hold myself back. Um, Anyway, (laughs) one of the first ways that I find to convert an exerciser is to ask that person to use associative data. And people say, what is associative data? And I'll say, well, here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to put on your heart rate monitor, and I'd like for you to tell me when your data starts to give you some trends. For example, if you're feeling kind of rough on a certain day and you've got on your heart rate monitor, or you can put on that heart rate monitor, you might see that maybe your heart rate is not elevating as you thought it would. You know, maybe you just cannot get your heart rate up that day. Or maybe there's a situation where your heart rate is so much higher because you started taking a new medication or just, you know, something as simple as just like an over-the-counter medication for a cold or something like that. Or, again, somebody comes in and says, you know, it really doesn't make sense to me, but for some reason my heart rate It just is not, I can't hold it steady today. What is happening? And then they look and, you know, the next day they come up with a cold and they realize that their body is just really fatigued and they're getting associative data. You know, they have associated 
things that are going on in their world with what happened in their, their workout, and all of a sudden it makes sense. Why would I wear my heart rate monitor? Because I'm going to be able to associate what else is happening. Stress is beautiful for that. I mean, especially in these economic times, I'm sure a lot of us have seen our, ourselves a little more stressed. Oh, yes. It's been reflected in our heart rate. But it has to be of value. You know, somebody who's an exerciser, they come in and they're like, you know what, I just want to get my 35, 45 minutes. I just want to get some caloric expenditure. I don't really care about all that techno stuff. If they can then see the value to them that the exercise that they are doing is really associated to everything else that they do during that day, they become a little bit more interested and motivated. And that's the other thing. Sometimes people are very motivated for instant feedback. Think about why people quit their New Year's resolutions. People quit their New Year's resolutions to come and work out because they don't get the immediate feedback they want to see in their bodies. So if they come in and they start getting feedback from a heart rate monitor like, wow, you know, I really am able to hold my heart rate steady now when we do this exercise, then they're like, you know, I am making progress because on the first day my heart rate was all over the place and now two weeks later I'm able to hold a steady state. And I don't mean to deviate from this topic, but I, I want to share an experience that I had. I had been invited down to the federal prison camp down in Alderson, West Virginia, to discuss heart rate training, actually the Zonex method, and, and how to become motivated to exercise. And I was working with the prison guards and some of the educators there at the prison. And each year, or every two years, I think the uh, prison guards have to go through a training, a physical fitness training. And this one woman came up to me, and she was, you know, like early 30s. And, and she said to me, she said, I'm really worried. I have to go through my physical training, and I've had a baby, and, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't done any exercise or training. You know, it's just been foreign to me. And she said, I'm really worried about what, what's going to happen here. She said, I don't want to get thrown on a mat, and I can't even get up because I'm so out of shape. And, and of course, she had put on a few pounds, and so she came to me, and I said, well, you know, let's, Start. Let's get started. So sure enough, she got started. In one month, one month, I started working with her. And, and again, this isn't about me. It's about her. In one month, by using the heart rate monitor, this woman is totally motivated. She's already, she says, I haven't got on the scales, but I have put on a pair of pants that I haven't worn in two years. And, and so she came to me and she said, Alinda, she said, there is no way I would have ever stuck with this program. She said, but on the first day, my heart rate was everywhere. And she said, and now I can stay at one heart rate number for at least, you know, five minutes. And I'm just so motivated. I mean, I thought that was just great. She's got another, about another month to go before she has to take this training. And I said to her this week, and this was a woman that I would not recommend because of just her poor physical condition, I would say. I would have never recommended that she start a running program. But she's young, and within one month, she's made enough progress that I said, in two weeks, I think we should start a small running program. And she is so excited because she is getting results. 
you know, she hasn't lost 20 pounds yet. I don't know how much she's lost because I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily important, but I do think it is important that she sees results and she's seeing them through heart rate. Staying motivated to, to go forward each day. Exactly. Okay, well then let's move on to the evaluation that we're planning to conduct. We're going to be recruiting, I guess for lack of a better term, a number of indoor cycling instructors that you are interested in their feedback, or new metrics is interested, as to uh, the component parts of their offering. First being their garment, second being the coach's corner training that you're providing, and third, the regular blog training tips that they're providing. So essentially what we're, lo- we're going to be looking for is uh, uh, instructors who have maybe some understanding of heart rate training and yet aren't currently or maybe are struggling with presenting it to uh, their classes. Have I described that accurately? I think that, I think that is an accurate description. I think this um, panel that we're looking for, you know, it is about, number one, as you mentioned, it is about taking the new metrics garment, wearing it, seeing how you like the smart fabric idea, wearing it during class, wearing it maybe for your own workouts, and uh, giving us feedback. As far as the reliability and the accuracy and all of that of the garment, it has been tested and very thoroughly. In fact, uh, I was part of that testing opportunity. I don't think you'll have any problems with people saying, oh, this didn't seem accurate or I lost my numbers or anything like that. That's not going to be an issue. What we really want to know is how do you like it? How do you feel that it works by using it in class? One of the things people often tell me is I love wearing that bra because after class with a strap, you know, it was just all sweaty and and I just... I just wanted to get that strap off. But with the bra, I'll go out and do my weight training or whatever after I take my cycle class because I'm not trying to get that strap off so fast. So we want your evaluation on product. Then we really want you to read some of the educational articles and start applying those. Give us feedback on how it worked for you. Maybe how, you know, what else would you like to know so that we know what else to put on the coach's corner. And then be very interactive in our blog and check it out. You know, check out some of the postings that uh, give you information where new metrics has been featured, like with oxygen in that magazine, because of um, some of the things that are happening in the marketplace with smart fabric. Sorry, guys. This is uh, limited just to women, but hopefully we'll have um, something that we can do with men in the future. Exactly. Well, good. Uh, Alinda Perrine, I appreciate having you today. I will be including links to all the information, site locations and whatnot on the Indoor Cycle Instructor podcast at www.indoorcycleinstructor.com. I'm also going to be sending out an email on Saturday that kind of lists the general qualifications that we're looking for and that you can respond back to uh, if you're not a member of our community and on our email list. You'll want to do that if you just go to the IndoorCycleInstructor.com site. There's a little sign-up box, and you can get included in this and future opportunities. So, Linda, thank you. I, uh, I've enjoyed talking to you, and I think the information you've provided has been pretty valuable. Well, thank you. I want to leave with one thought. I always like to tie something up, 
And I want to leave our cycle instructors with one thought. Teaching is a process. Learning is the progress. So as you use your new product and as you go out there and use some of these new educational articles, let us know how your teaching uh, is improved and let us know how your students are progressing. Wonderful. Thank you, Alinda. Thanks, John. Thanks, John.